Well, let's go to our theme verse for this series, Acts chapter 19, verse number 2. Uh, Paul asked these disciples at Ephesus, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? He asked them, no, they replied, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And we learned last week that Paul asked these believers, did you receive the Holy Spirit since you believed? And, and they responded back, they hadn't even heard of, there's a Holy Spirit. And Paul knew they had salvation, but he also knew that these believers needed the power of the Holy Spirit. He knew it was a necessity for effective Christian living. And these disciples did not know anything about the Holy Spirit. And some of you are there today. You're like these disciples in Ephesus. You don't know much about the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Some of you would say, well, pastor, I know a little bit about the Holy Spirit. Some of you would say, pastor, I know a lot about the Holy Spirit. And I shared last week that after being married to Tiffany for almost 26 years, we're still getting to know each other. I will never stop learning about Tiffany because the day I stop learning about Tiffany, I stop learning and being inquisitive and listening to her, our relationship will start to drift apart. It's so important that I keep leaning in and learning about her so our relationship doesn't get dry and stale. And it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. We have to keep learning. We have to keep getting closer to the Holy Spirit because, listen, church, if we don't keep getting closer to the Holy Spirit, it, we will start to drift apart from him. We will start to get dry and stale in our relationship with the Holy Spirit. So when Paul found these disciples, our ushers, all of you all can go ahead and be seated. I want you to get the word too. Amen. So all of our ushers at all of our locations, go ahead and find a seat. We're gonna, I need you taking notes. Come on. How many know, Pastor, when I'm preaching, I want you taking some notes. Glory to God. So let me say this to you. It's so important when Paul was talking to the disciples at Ephesus, and when he said to them, hey gang, you don't have, you don't know the Holy Spirit, you don't know anything about the Holy Spirit, it's so important that you understand this. Paul, he was so fired up for them to experience the Holy Spirit. He wanted them to know the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is a game changer. The Holy Spirit is a life hack. Anybody know about a life hack? Yeah, I'm telling you, live hacks. And, and maybe, maybe you've had something or a, a product that you had before and you weren't using it properly or fully. And a light bulb went off in your head. And you're like, wow, that's how that works? And here are some, some life hacks I, I want to show you from the internet. Have you ever pulled up maybe in a rent car or you, maybe you got a, a new car and you pulled up at a gas station and you couldn't remember which side the tank was on. You've done, you've done that before? Did you realize on your dashboard they have a little symbol, an arrow or a triangle placed right near the gas gauge, the gas station thing? Did you realize that arrow tells you which side your gas tank is on? Who just learned something new in church today? Come on, just live. Life hack. Life hack. Have you ever purchased new clothes and you get a little bag with a swab of cloth and a button? You ever had that happen before? And you, you can use the button. You know what that's for. 
you use the button just in case the other one gets, gets ripped off and you, you can kind of just replace that button. But did you know that the cloth that you get from sometimes from a shirt or something is for you to try out different cleaning products so you don't ruin the shirt? I thought it was a patch. Come on, somebody. I, I thought you patched that thing all up. Oh, live hack. Live hack. Come on, have you ever got a bottle of ketchup? Bottle of Heinz 57? Come on, who knows what I'm talking about? Just shaking the fire out of that thing, trying to get that out. Did you know on that bottle that the company's spokesperson calls it a soft spot? All you need to do is apply firm, a firm tap where the bottle narrows and the ketchup will come out easier. Did you realize right there? Just apply some pressure. I'm from Ewoka. I don't care. Get out, get get ketchup out of there. Huh? Come on, did did, did you remember? Who who remembers the drawer under your oven? Anybody remember seeing that before? Maybe you still have it. The one where you keep all your kitchen gear that doesn't belong anywhere else. Who knows what I'm talking about? Did you realize that was actually designed by the manufacturer? It was made to keep your food warm until you're ready to serve it. So when the food was done, you would put it on the drawer. Come on. You didn't know that, did you? Huh? Yeah. You thought that was for your pots and pans. No! No! Life hack! Life hack! The, the struggle is real to eat Chick-fil-A nuggets and hold your drink at the same time. Trying to drive, trying to eat Chick-fil-A nuggets, trying to hold your drink. Did you know that the tab on the box of nuggets actually allows you to put your straw through it? Did you know that? I just set you free! Chick-fil-A is different! Life hack. Life hacks are learning how the creator designed a product to make things easier and better for you. Life hacks are just encountering the product the way it's intended to be encountered. You see, many people are not encountering all the benefits of the Holy Spirit because they don't know the Holy Spirit life hacks. And here's what I want to do today. I want to give you 23 spiritual life hacks functions of the Holy Spirit to make your life easier and your life better. 23 in 25 minutes. I'm getting ready to preach. Are y'all ready? Y'all got your pen, your paper, your phone ready to take some notes? Because I'm getting ready to get with it and I want to help you with some Holy Spirit life hacks. Number one is this, the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to you. The primary role of the Holy Spirit in our life and in the world today is to reveal and to point people to Jesus. John chapter 16 and verse 13 and 14 says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth and he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. The Bible says that, that the Holy Spirit, he will glorify me, Jesus says. If you want to get to know Jesus better, you need to get to know the Holy Spirit better because he will glorify me. Can I tell you something about the Holy Spirit? He always puts the attention on Jesus. 
He always puts the spotlight on Jesus. He always puts the focus on Jesus. And John chapter 15 and verse 26 says, when the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth out from the Father, it says this, he will testify about me. He will put the attention on me. The Holy Spirit always testifies about Jesus. Spiritual life hack. Get to know the Holy Spirit and you will get to know Jesus. Number two is this. The Holy Spirit is your seal. Every Christ follower is sealed with the Holy Spirit. Non-Christians aren't sealed with the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9 says, You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. If you don't have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, you're not a Christ follower. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13 and 14 says, and you also were included in Christ. When were you included in Christ? When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. When you believed, did you realize that Jesus was your Lord and Savior? You believed, you believe Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I place my faith in him. At that moment, you were born again. And immediately, the Bible says you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. The sealing of the Holy Spirit guarantees you of what is to come. You're sealed with the Holy Spirit. Here's the spiritual life hack. The sealing of the Holy Spirit opens your eyes to the things of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, but people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're not spiritual. It goes on to say it all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it for only those who are spiritual, who have the Holy Spirit, can understand what the Spirit means. Check this out, church. It's a spiritual life hack. At salvation, being sealed with the Holy Spirit opens your eyes to the things of the Spirit. Number three, the Holy Spirit convicts you. Convicts you. John chapter 16, verse 8 and when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The Holy Spirit convicts the world for salvation and the Christian for sanctification. Without the conviction of the Holy Spirit, we will do whatever our sinful nature desires. Here's the life hack. The Holy Spirit's conviction is a good thing. Sometimes the Spirit's conviction, people make it out to be a negative. They make it out to be some, some kind of bad thing. But can I tell you, you ought to be grateful for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You ought to thank God that he convicts you and you feel his convicting power. I thank God for the conviction of the Holy Spirit because it makes us more and more like Jesus. That conviction helps us to live for Jesus. Number four is this. The Holy Spirit makes you holy. 
The Holy Spirit convicts us and produces holiness inside of us. And when you let the Holy Spirit have his way, he will produce holiness. He will produce purity on the inside of you. He will make you more and more holy and he'll make you more and more like Jesus. Romans chapter 15 verse 16 says, I am a special messenger from Christ Jesus to you Gentiles. I bring you the good news so that I might present you as, a, as an acceptable offering to God made, check this out, made holy by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit produces holiness in you. When you let the Holy Spirit work in your life, the result is you're going to become more and more holy, more and more like Jesus. Life hack. Here's the spiritual life hack. The more you get to know the Holy Spirit, the more he will make you holy and the more he'll make you want to be holy. It's a spiritual life hack. A.W. Tozer said, religion can reform a person's life, but it can never transform him. Only the Holy Spirit can transform. You can't live a holy life without the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit sanctifies us. He sets us apart. He makes us more like Jesus. Number five is this. The Holy Spirit produces fruit in you. Fruit in you. The life hack is this. Get more of the Holy Spirit and you'll get more of his fruit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. There is no law against these. We're going to talk more about the fruit of the Holy Spirit later in this series. Listen, I am so excited for this series. Now, number six is this. The Holy Spirit guides you into all truth. One of the key ways the Holy Spirit guides you into all truth is through the Bible. The Bible. Did you realize the Holy Spirit helped to write the Bible? Second Timothy chapter 3 Verse 16 says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting. The, 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 the word of God is also beneficial for training in righteousness. And the Holy Spirit breathed, he, he guided, he directed, he inspired the writers of the Bible. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 21, for prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets through though human spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit used the, the prophets. He used the disciples. He, he used them to write the Bible. And the Bible says, he, you know, he used their personality. He used their gifts. He used what they had, their thoughts, their thinking. And he guided, he carried them along to write the Bible. Spiritual life hack. The Holy Spirit, not only did he help write the Bible, but he will guide you into all truth. He will help you understand the Bible and guide you into all truth. John 16, verse 13. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. Church is so important that you ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand the Bible and to guide your thinking and your life into all truth. 
How many of you realize there's a lot of lies out here in this world? There's a lot of deception out here in this world. And you've been given the Holy Spirit and he wants to lead you and guide you into all truth. Number seven is this. The Holy Spirit teaches you. He teaches you. First Corinthians chapter, tw- chapter two, verse 13. This is what we speak, not in words taught by uh, taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit. So key, taught by the spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit taught words. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. He wants to teach you. So you got to open your heart up and let the Holy Spirit teach you. Jesus said in John 14, verse 26, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Spiritual life hack. If you will, if you will just let the Holy Spirit and just, just allow him, he will teach you all things. He'll teach you how to be a good husband. He'll teach you how to be a good wife. He'll teach you how to be a good dad. He'll teach you how to be a good mom. He'll teach you how to be single. He'll teach you how to be an employee. He'll be, teach you how to be an employer. The Holy Spirit, well, he'll, he'll teach you how to be a good Christian. The Holy Spirit wants to teach you. Did you realize that the Holy Spirit's a teacher? And if you will lean on him and allow him, he will teach you so many things about life and how to live life to honor Jesus because the Holy Spirit is a teacher. Number eight is this. The Holy Spirit leads your life. He leads your life. Romans 8, chapter number 14. For those who are led by the Spirit are the children of God. The Holy Spirit is a leader. Galatians 3 and verse 16. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves and the Holy Spirit wants to guide your life. He wants to lead your life. He wants to lead your decisions. Now I'm not talking about what you're going to eat for lunch today. He wants to lead your life but I'm not talking about what clothes you're going to wear tomorrow. Although some of you need the Holy Spirit (laughs) to guide what you eating and wearing. Eating them burgers and fries and ice cream. Dressing all scandalous. You need the spirit to lead you. But but let me give you a spiritual life hack. The Holy Spirit wants to guide your decisions. He wants to guide your decisions. Let me give you one example. Acts chapter 10, verse 19 and 20. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, we're going to talk a little later about the spirit speaks. The spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. Now notice this, he, he guides his decisions. He's guiding his life. So get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them for I have sent them. The Holy Spirit wants to guide and lead your life. Pastor, how do I allow the Holy Spirit to lead my life? How can I know his voice and his leading? Pastor, how can I allow the Holy Spirit to direct my decisions? We're going to talk about that throughout this series. I'm excited for what God's going to do throughout this series. Number nine is this. The Holy Spirit restrains you. He restrains you. Acts chapter 16, verse 6. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept or or, or restrained by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. 
You see, the Holy Spirit will restrain you. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will restrain you from talking or from doing something or from going somewhere. Here's the spiritual life hack. One of the ways you live in the will of God is not just being led by the Holy Spirit, but also being restrained by the Holy Spirit. And I thank God that he has restrained me from saying some things, from doing. He didn't just lead me. He said, don't you say that? Don't you do that? And the Holy Spirit will restrain us. It's a spiritual life hack. Number 10 is this. Number 10 is this. The Holy Spirit gives you power. Gives you power. The Holy Spirit wants to empower your life. He wants to empower you in so many ways throughout your life. He wants to just provide power for you. Let me give one example here in the scripture, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria unto the ends of the earth. Here's the spiritual life hack. The Holy Spirit gives you power to be witness in the world. He'll give you power to be a witness to your friends, power to be a witness to your family, to, to your co-workers, to people in your school. He'll give you power to be a witness to lost people who are far from God. The Holy Spirit empowers you to help people know Jesus. And I'm asking God in this season, God, would you fill our church with the power of the Holy Spirit to be used by you in the community and to be used by you in our church to help see more changed lives. More people would get on the dream team to make a difference as we launch Edmund, as we get into this fall growth season. We would have so many people full of the Holy Spirit to say, Lord, here I am. Send me, use me. Number 11 is this. The Holy Spirit gives you boldness. Boldness. Acts chapter four, verse 31. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Now notice this, and spoke the word of God boldly. Spiritual life hack. If you want more boldness, you need more of the Holy Spirit. If you need boldness to stand up for your faith, you need more of the Holy Spirit. If you need boldness to live for Jesus when your friends aren't living for Jesus, if you need boldness to stand up for purity and righteousness when others, people around you will not stand up for boldness, uh, but won't be bold for, for righteousness and purity, what you need is more of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill me with more boldness. You can pray that prayer. God, fill me full of the Holy Spirit and boldness. Number 12 is this. The Holy Spirit helps you in your weaknesses. Romans 8 verse 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in, in, in our weaknesses. Whatever the weaknesses you might have, whatever weakness, and come on, let's be honest, we all have them. We all have weaknesses. And the Holy Spirit wants to help us in our weaknesses. Spiritual life hack. God's power is made strong in your weaknesses. Corey Tinboom said this, the human spirit fails except when the Holy Spirit feels. The Holy Spirit will fill you because the human spirit will fail without the Holy Spirit feeling. And so ask God to fill you full of the Holy Spirit and to help you in your weaknesses. Maybe it's, it's a weakness of you, you always are always struggling with unforgiveness or, or hate in your heart or you're easily offended or easily angered or maybe it's lust or lying or gluttony or depression or anxiety or worry, the weaknesses of the flesh. Oh God, help me in my weaknesses and the Holy Spirit will 
help you. Number 13 is this. The Holy Spirit helps you to pray. He helps you to pray. Just look at your neighbor and say, man, I didn't think pastor was going to do it, but I think he's going right along. I think yeah, we're on point number 13. Go ahead and tell him. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to make it. We're going to get to 23 today. Number 13, the Holy Spirit helps you pray. Romans 8, 26, in the same way. The Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Now, he gives us an example how he helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And there will be times in life when you have no idea what to pray. And in those moments of weakness, the Holy Spirit is there to pray, to help you pray, and to pray through you. Here's the spiritual life hack. When you don't know what to pray, ask the Holy Spirit to pray through you. Ask him, Lord, pray through me. And the Holy Spirit will intercede inside of you, what the scripture says, with wordless groans. Number 14 is this. The Holy Spirit comforts you. I like to be comforted. I like comfortable things. I got my favorite chair at home. It's my comfortable chair. I like to have a comfortable bed, comfortable blanket, comfortable pillow. Come on, anybody like me, I fluff my pillow all up. I work that thing over before I lay down on it because I like it to be comfortable. I even like comfort food. Anybody like your pastor, there's foods that comfort you. Man, I like to eat some good sushi, comfort me. Burger and fries, onion rings. Cheesy tater tots, mm. comfort food, ice cream, eggnog, milkshakes, comfort food, collard greens, Mexican food with free chips, salsa, and queso. If the queso's not free, it don't comfort me. You know, that's not, you're not comforting me right now. Why are you charging me for the cheese? I need to be comforted. Spiritual life hack. Nothing can comfort you better than the comfort of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will comfort you in all of life's situations. Acts chapter 9 verse 31. So the church throughout, the, out, throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up and walking in the fear of the Lord. And in the comfort of the Holy Spirit and multiplied. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. John chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus said, if you love me, obey me, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter and he will never leave you. The comforter, the advocate, the helper, the Holy Spirit will comfort you in your trouble, in your pain. First Corinthians chapter one and verse three says that he's the God of all comfort. And verse 4 says, he comforts us in all of our troubles. At my lowest, God is my hope. At my darkest, God is my light. At my weakest, God is my strength. At my saddest, God is my comforter. Somebody ought to give God praise that the Holy Spirit will comfort you. He'll comfort you. He'll comfort you. He'll comfort you. Number 15, the Holy Spirit speaks to you. He speaks to you. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 says, So as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. He will even speak to you through dreams and visions. 
Acts chapter 2 verse 17 in the last days God says I will pour out my spirit on all people your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will see visions your old men will dream dreams spiritual life hack the Holy Spirit is a speaking God so you have to listen for his voice he wants to speak to you but you have to be listening for his voice and later in this series you're going to learn how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Number 16, the Holy Spirit strengthens you. He strengthens you. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Here's the spiritual life hack. When you're feeling weak, the Holy Spirit wants to give you strength. Just ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen you on the inside. Somebody needs to hear this today. There's strength available for you today. You're feeling weak. You feel on the inside like you have nothing left. And the Holy Spirit wants to give you strength today. Number 17, the Holy Spirit gives you hope. He gives you hope. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Spiritual life hack. No matter how bad things are in your life, there is always hope with the Holy Spirit. If you're feeling hopeless today, you need more of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will fill you with hope. He's the God of hope. You may have blown it, but there is hope. You may have made some huge mistakes. There's hope with the Holy Spirit. You may have sinned big time. There's hope. Your relationships may be falling apart. There's hope your life might be a mess. There's hope. Don't give up. Don't quit. Get full of the Holy Spirit. He provides hope no matter what you're facing in life. Number 18, number 18, the Holy Spirit guards your life. This is revelation for some of you right now. You didn't know this. The Holy Spirit guards your life. Spiritual life hack. The Holy Spirit wants to guard every good deposit God has put in your life. Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 verse 14, guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guarded how? With the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us and the Holy Spirit wants to help guard the good deposit, guard the good things. He's a guard. He wants to guard your heart and your life. The Holy Spirit is a guarder. Number 19, the Holy Spirit brings unity. The spiritual life hack. The Holy Spirit steps into disunity and he brings unity. Anybody have some relationships that are a little chaotic right now? Come on. Anybody got some relationships that's a hot mess right now? You know, seven of you raised your hand and a thousand of you are lying. That's okay. <laughs> Ephesians chapter four, verse three says this. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit. That's what he does. The unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. If you need unity in your marriage, Invite the Holy Spirit to work. You need, you need unity in your relationship with your children or your parents. Ask the Holy Spirit. Invite him. You need unity with maybe your, your family or with your friends or at your workplace. Invite the Holy Spirit to work. The devil brings division and disunity. The Holy Spirit brings peace and unity. Invite the Holy Spirit in. Where the Holy Spirit is, there is unity. Number 20 is this. The Holy Spirit gives you spiritual gifts. Here's the spiritual life hack. The Holy Spirit has a spiritual gift or gifts for your life. 
The Holy Spirit wants to give you spiritual gifts to minister to others and to build the church of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 11, it talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And you see there in verse number 8, there's the gift of wisdom. There's also in verse 8, the gift of knowledge that's available for you. There's in verse 9, there's the gift of faith. The gift of faith. And you also see in verse 9, the gift of healing. In verse 10, he talks about the gift of miracles and the gift of prophecy and the gift of discerning spirits. And then there's the gift of speaking in tongues and the, and the gift of interpreting tongues. And verse 11 says, it is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. And you need to ask God, God, would you give me spiritual gifts to minister to others? and to build up the church. Number 21, the Holy Spirit gives you power over the devil. That was a good place to say amen. Yeah, here's a spiritual life hack. With the power of the Holy Spirit, you have power over the devil. Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, but if I am casting out demons by the, how? By the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. You can cast out demons by the Spirit of God and by the power of the name of Jesus. First John chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If you are a Christ follower, the Holy Spirit that's in you is greater than that devil that's in the world. Somebody needs to hear your pastor today. You have power over the devil. The devil can't make you do anything. You ever heard a Christian say, That devil made me do it? No, no, no. He can't make you do it now you can surrender to the devil's influence but he can't make you do it you have power over the devil with the power of the holy spirit you can live in victory number 22 number 22 the holy spirit gives you freedom spiritual life hack if you need freedom in any area of your life you need more of the holy spirit second corinthians chapter 3 verse 17 now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom. The Holy Spirit brings freedom to your life. If you have an addiction, there's freedom with the Holy Spirit. If you have depression, there's freedom with the power of the Holy Spirit. If you have anxiety, there's freedom with the power of the Holy Spirit. If you are bound with heaviness, there's freedom. You got to get full of the Holy Spirit. I believe today somebody is going to experience a greater level of freedom that can only come by the power of the Holy Spirit. Where the Holy Spirit is, there's freedom just look at your neighbor and just say I'm proud of pastor he did it come on he made it to point 23 yeah 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 he did it he did it he did it I took some good notes today and listen I said a whole lot I really said a, a whole lot a lot of information but a lot of revelation you got to go back on YouTube and watch this message you got to get the Holy Spirit life hacks I had about 40 of them but I got it down to 23 amen because I want to help I really want to help you Number 23 is this, life hack here. The Holy Spirit gives you new life. John 6, verse 63. Jesus said, the Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. And today, some of you are feeling spiritually dead. And the Holy Spirit wants to give you life. You're dry, you're cold, you're indifferent to the things of God. And the Holy Spirit wants to give you new life today. Some of you, you don't know Jesus. 
You've never experienced new life. You're living by the flesh. You're depending on your flesh. And the Bible says the flesh counts for nothing. The flesh can't save you. The flesh can't give you new life. And yet so many people are depending on their flesh. Well, pastor, if I do some good works, that'll save me. That'll give me new life. Pastor, if I, if I give to help those kids get backpacks in, that's a wonderful thing to do, but that won't give you new life. Pastor, if I go out and I do kind things at the restaurant today, that'll give me new life. No, that's the, that's the flesh. The flesh counts for nothing. Well, pastor, if I come to church enough, if, if, if I get a Bible and I read the Bible enough, no, 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 no. Your good works count for nothing. You will only experience new life through Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. You got, you got to give your life to Jesus. You got to invite the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is life. There's life. Heavenly Father, thanks for your word. Thanks for your presence. I thank you for new life today in Jesus' name. If that's you, you've been depending on your flesh, good deeds to get right with God, good works. You thought quoting a Bible verse, singing a Christian song, coming to church, being nice, stopping this, doing that was going to make you right with God. The flesh counts for nothing. It's only Jesus and the Holy Spirit that gives you life. Some of you used to serve God, but you got caught back up in the flesh, following the flesh and following sin. And today you need to recommit your life to Jesus. The flesh counts for nothing. You can't do it yourself. You need Jesus. You need the Holy Spirit to give you new life today. If that's you, as I count to three, I want you to shoot your hand up high and say yes to Jesus today. The flesh counts for nothing. It's only the spirit that brings new life. One, two, three. Just lift your hand high and say, Pastor, that's me. I see your hand. I see your hand there. I see your hand there. Thank you so much. See your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand there. Come on, somebody else. I see your hand. Come on, Mabel Bassett. Come on, online. Just click the raise your hand button or just write yes right there on the chat line. Come on, Midwest City. Lift it high. Northwest. Somebody else. I'm not going to depend on my flesh. It's the spirit. It's the spirit that brings new life. I need Jesus. Is there somebody else? I'm going to ask every hand that's raised to pray this prayer with me. Confess it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. God's going to wash away your sins. Pray with me right now. Heavenly Father, I turn from sin. I turn from depending on my flesh. And I turn my life to Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I confess him as my Lord and as my Savior. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I will live my life for Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.